1: The Pet Milk Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. (laughs) A first Evaporated Milk, Pet Milk, presents River McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Jerry Farber, Gloria McMillan, Gil Stratton Jr., Mary Lou Harrington, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto, with music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. Nutrition experts pretty generally agree that to feel their best, Youngsters should have at least a quart of milk every day, and grown-ups should have at least a pint. And even though you may not drink a drop of milk, it's easy to get your day's quota when you use pet evaporated milk for fixing favorite family foods. You see, pet milk sold in handy cans is twice as rich in nourishing milk substances as the milk usually sold in bottles. That's because it's a concentrated form of milk. Good sweet country milk concentrated to double richness by evaporation. Naturally then, by using pet milk, you can put extra amounts of nourishing milk substances into everyday foods like meat gravy, cream sauce for vegetables, custards, puddings, cream pies, just to mention a few. And the use of pet milk in such foods makes them not only more nourishing, but more delicious, more economical too because pet-evaporated milk costs less generally than bottled milk or any other form of milk. Remember this when you shop for food. Get pet-evaporated milk. Tonight is the night of the big homecoming dance at Wistful Vista State College. The president of the college and Mayor Latrivia had the following conversation this morning... The mayor said... uh, And I'll be happy to ask Mrs. McGee to serve as a chaperone, Wilbur. She's a charming woman, all right. Yes, I've met her. But I warn you, there is one bad complication. Yes, I've met him, too. (laughs) But ask her anyway, will you? Right. And that's how it happens that the chaperones for the dance tonight will be Fibber McGee
2: and Molly. And the more I think about it, the more fun it's going to be, Molly. We'll really have us a time at that shindig. Well,
3: I don't expect to do anything, but... Mr.
2: sir, boy, oh, boy, will I show them college kids how to chop a rug tonight.
3: It's cut a rug, dearie.
2: The way I dance, kiddo, I'll chop at the ribbon. (laughs) I got steps left over from my senior prom days that I ain't even tried yet.
3: (laughs) I know, but, dearie, nobody dances the bunny hug these days. (laughs) They don't? Look now, McGee, Mayor Latrivia merely asked us to act as chaperones tonight. That's all. Just chaperones. Chaperones. And besides, dearie, we can't dance like those youngsters do. After all, we're not as young as we used to be, you know. Oh,
2: you ain't got much older since your high school days, kiddo. (laughs) Ah, you sure love to gallivant around. You gallivanted around in them days. Yeah. Never still for a minute. No. Clara Bow might have been the it girl, but you were the what girl. The
3: what girl?
2: Yep. I'd come calling at your house, and I'd say, Molly, would you rather stay home tonight or what? And every time, you'd say What?
3: I was a bit of a gadabout. Oh, and how I love to dance. Well,
2: yeah, you'll see some dancing tonight, Tootsie. <clears throat> them college kids may be kicking up their heels like calves in a pasture, but I'll be the bull of the ball.
3: <laughs> now, please, McGee, don't make us both look ridiculous. Why, what's ridiculous about joining
2: in the festivities? I even thought I might take my mandolin along.
3: Oh, no, not the mandolin. Well, why not?
2: Maybe I could teach that band some of them fine old tunes we used to dance to songs these days have got no romance. There's no heart to them. No,
4: that's
2: right. Ah, when I think of them lovely old tunes, like, I'll be glad when you're dead, you rascal. <laughs> and you tell them, because I stutter. Who takes care of the caretaker's daughter when the caretaker's busy taking care?
3: <laughs> ah,
2: when I think of them, I get a lump in my throat.
3: Come in. Oh, hello, Mr. Oldtimer. Oh!
2: old-timer, you heard the news? I and Molly are going to chaperone at the homecoming
3: dance tonight. Yeah, and I'm trying to persuade him not to take his mandolin. Yeah. Oh, now, there's nothing wrong with a mandolin, daughter. It's a noble instrument.
5: <laughs>
2: you said it, boy. Used to pick at one myself years ago when me and the old gang belonged to the glue club.
3: Don't you mean the, uh, glee club? We called it the glue
2: club. Yeah? <laughs> we stuck together like wet stamps. <laughs> Real bunch of pals, huh? That the word, Johnny. And fine musicians, too. We had an arrangement of La Paloma for three mandolins, two piccolos, and a glockenspiel that brung tears to the eyes.
3: I'm sure it did. Ah, how I miss them boys.
4: (laughs) But I'd give the world to see that old gang of (laughs) mine. Pardon me for busting down,
2: kid. I know just how you feel. Oh, that was a great old gang. There was Freddie and Joe and Eddie and Moe, and there was Timmy and Phil and Jimmy and Demetrius. Somehow I was expecting Bill. Well, Demetrius didn't really fit in, but we needed him for our arrangement of La Paloma. Yeah? He owned the Glockenspiel, and that sort of gave it body. (laughs)
4: There had to be a reason. The old gang was always together, but then came the war.
5: <laughs>
4: Spanish-American
2: War, that is.
5: <laughs>
2: that broke us up. We all went into service, huh? No, daughter, it wasn't that. You see, La Paloma was a Spanish song, and we couldn't play it when we was at war with Spain. <laughs> that was the only song we knew, so we just sort of drifted apart. <laughs>
3: a very touching story, Mister Oldtimer, but it got us off the subject. McGee claims he's uh, going to outdance those college kids tonight, and I contend a man should admit his age.
4: Daughter, I contend a fellow is only as old as he acts,
2: feels, and looks. Acts, feels, and looks. How old does that make you? Ten, eighty-six, and a
5: hundred and two. <laughs> <laughs> on.
1: Billy Mills in the orchestra and Charmaine.
2: college shindig, Molly. How do I look in my tuxedo? Very
3: handsome, dear.
2: Yep. Lucky I got it altered when we made that trip to Omaha.
3: Yes?
2: Fits real good now that the chest has been lowered three inches.
3: Yeah, it's a big improvement.
2: Uh, would you tie my bow tie for me?
3: Heavenly days. Haven't you learned how to tie that tie
2: yet? Uh, sure, but I always get my finger tied into it. <laughs> the time you weren't here and I went to the Elks Club banquet, I had my finger stuck in my necktie the whole evening. <laughs> Had to tell everybody I had an itchy Adam's apple.
3: All right, I'll as soon as I've picked out a dress to wear from these hanging here in the closet. I'd ask your advice, but you never notice what I'm wearing anyhow. Now,
2: that ain't true, Molly. I watch your wardrobe with an eagle eye. You wear that gray dress there, that one there in the middle. That's a knockout.
3: It's also a nightgown. Oh, might be all right if I had a nice corsage to wear with it. Would you get me some flowers, Davy?
2: You bet I will, kiddo. I'll get you an orchid. An
3: orchid? Yep. McGee, you darling. You just bought me an orchid last week when we went out to dinner, remember? Yeah, that's
2: the orchid I had in mind.
5: <laughs>
2: it's still in the icebox in back of the coils. It's got a few brown spots on it, but gee whiz. An orchid with brown spots on it is even more expensive than a plain one. That makes it a cymbillium. <laughs> Hello, Molly. Hiya, pal. Hello,
3: Mr. Wilcox.
2: Hey, get you. What goes with the tuxedo? Black tie and patent leather dancing pumps, naturally. <laughs> what do you think goes with it, Junior? Tattered soil vest and beaded moccasins?
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the homecoming dance tonight, Mr. Wilcox at yeah. Whistle Vista State. We're the chaperones.
2: Well, good
1: for you. Hey, that's a great school, Molly. Finest college in the country, you know.
3: I didn't know that. In what way? Academically or athletically?
1: No, pet milkily. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, sir, yes, sir. Every single student at Westville Vista State has been raised on pet evaporated milk since the day he was born.
2: Well, I'm just glad it worked out that way for you. <laughs>
5: you
2: know, it would have been horrible if them kids was raised on hamburgers and chili peppers. <laughs> But look, according to a disinterested,
1: unbiased, completely impartial survey, which I made myself last year, 100% of the student body was raised on pet milk from babyhood. Well, what you know? That's what helped them build those strong, straight bones and those good, sound, even teeth. Even teeth? Yeah, teeth even. That's because the mothers of those kids have long known that pet milk contains the sunshine vitamin D
2: that a growing child needs. To make the best of growth. Mm. Well, you take their football squad. Ah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. I suppose if a guy on that squad wasn't raised on pet milk, he'd never get to be a halfback.
1: I'm glad you mentioned that last word, pal. Hmm? Halfback? Did you know that pet milk is just good country milk with half the water removed? What's that got to do with halfback? Well, you can turn pet milk into fine country milk again if you put that halfback. Oh! <laughs>
2: Look at him. And he ain't even blushing.
3: (laughs) I'm worried about one thing, Mr. Wilcox. McGee has the notion that he can keep up with those youngsters tonight, dancing. No,
1: I wouldn't try that, pal. Hmm? The kids will all be saying, Who's the old gentleman with the tuxedo and the red necktie?
2: I ain't going to be wearing a red necktie. But you'll look like you are. If you try to keep up
1: with those kids, your tongue will be hanging down to your waist.
5: (laughs) See you later, pal.
2: He's leaving laughing. He hopes. (laughs) Anyhow, him talking about neckties reminds me you ain't tied my bow tie yet. Well,
3: I'll do it now, dearie. Lean over and stick your neck out. Okay.
2: Hey, take it easy. Hey, you're choking me. Well, I wouldn't if you
3: didn't wiggle. Okay. Hold still. Come in. Hello, Dr. Gamble. Oh,
2: hello, my dear. Uh Well, well. I knew the time had come when you'd feel obliged to strangle him. (laughs) May I help? She ain't strangling me, Fatso. She's fixing my bow tie. Oh, what a pity. Why are you getting all dolled up, mush
5: muscles? (laughs) We're
2: chaperoning the dance at the college tonight. Oh, you know, I should be at that dance tonight and renew my acquaintance with those college girls.
3: Ha!
2: After all, I was the first man in most of their lives.
3: (laughs) Doctor, you brought them into the world, didn't yes, you?
2: Yes, and they grow so fast it's hard for me to place them. <laughs> the other day a lovely young girl stopped me and said, Don't you remember me, Dr. Gamble? I'm Katie Conway. Well, I thought for a moment and said, Oh yes, eight pounds, three ounces, and very red. Ah, <laughs> oh, what a cute way to remember them. Hey, Molly, how about finishing my tie? I want to get to the dance and show them kids some real stepping. You plan to take part in the dancing? You betcha. I'll shake more leg than a centipede with a palsy boy.
3: I'm against it, Doctor. I do not think we can keep up with those college kids. We're not as young as we used to be, and I keep telling them that. you speak for yourself, Tootsie. Ah,
2: but I wish you could see me on that dance floor tonight, hippo hips. (laughs) I'll be as frisky as a young kid in a field of clover. Let me give you a word of advice, son. should Remember that it's just a matter of time until every young kid winds up an old goat.
4: Huh? And it's later than you think.
2: <laughs> hey, What's he mean it's later? Oh, my gosh, it is getting late. Why, it's half past. Well, come on, Molly, hurry up. Let's
5: okay.
1: go. <laughs> the King's Men and I Get Ideas.
4: When we are dancing and you're dangerously near me, I get ideas, I get ideas. I want to hold you so much closer than I dare to. I want to scold you because I care more than I care to. And when you touch me and there's fire in every finger, I get ideas, I get ideas. And after we have kissed
5: goodnight
4: and still you linger, I kind of think you get ideas too. Your eyes are always saying The things you never saying I only hope they're saying That you could love me too For that the whole idea is true The lovely idea That I've fallen in love with you For when you're dancing near me I get ideas, ideas, I get ideas And then when we have kids If you could love me.
3: a punch, McGee? I'm in charge of the bowl here for a while.
2: Thanks, kiddo. I
3: gotta get started dancing, though.
2: Gotta pep things up. I asked a couple of girls a while ago if they wanted to dance a while ago, but they (laughs) just giggled and walked away. (laughs) Too shy, I guess. Yes.
3: You know how young girls are sort of ill at ease around an older man. Yeah.
2: I even offered only the janitor at the Elks Club's daughter a break, but Turned out she had a sprained ankle.
3: She's a nice child, isn't she? Mm -hmm. I was talking... Oh, oh, here she comes now, McGee. Off the dance floor. Oh, good. Her ankle must be better. (laughs) Hello, Christina. Having fun? Oh, yes, Mrs. McGee. Isn't this a wonderful dance?
2: Oh, I see you're walking okay now, Christina. So if you want the next dance with... Oh, limping again, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Poor kid. She better take care of that.
3: You know, I might dance a couple of dances with you myself after a while, if you're not completely booked up. Oh, don't
2: you worry. I'll save a couple for you, baby. You know that. <laughs> you're sweet. I do feel, however, that my first duty here is to see that the kids have fun. Here comes a couple of girls now by themselves, Miss
3: And when she looked at me with that baby stare and that frizzy permanent and said, Oh, I didn't know you and Clutch were going steady, dear. Well, I thought I... Oh, said... I wouldn't trust her from here to... Oh, hello, Mrs. McGee. Hi, Mrs. McGee. Having fun, girls? Oh, wonderful. It's a swell dance.
2: I'm glad you're having fun, girls. I'm the chaperone here, and if either of you would like the next dance, (laughs) it's... Didn't hear me, I guess.
3: Didn't seem to.
2: I wonder if I ought to catch up to them and give them a chance to... Hey, where'd they
3: go? Pod room. Oh. (laughs) Look, lover, why don't you... Oh, hello there, Mr. Mayor. Hello, Molly. McGee. Hi. My, don't you
2: look... Calming tonight. Oh, thanks. Lieutenant? He means me. Certainly.
3: Oh. Thank you, Mr. Mayor.
2: Matter of fact, you look a little bulgy.
3: Well, this girdle. keeps. Can... He means me. Mean.
2: <laughs> Let uh, me try a different <laughs> subject. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ladle him up a hunk of punch, Molly. Yeah. Thanks. I hope you're saving me a dance, Molly. I haven't seen you on the floor yet.
3: Well, I've been pretty busy here, Mr. Mayor. I saw you, though. Say, who was the uh, rather wide lady you were piloting around? Oh, Jack. Yes.
4: <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> Mrs. Pradley. <laughs> the master
2: teacher's wife. Three times she's nailed me. Well, sit down and relax, let's I'll entertain you with a few of my experiences as a professional dancer.
4: Oh, no.
2: <laughs> I had me a audible act at one time, you know. McGee and Nittany. Snappy songs and witty sayings. I used to do a sharp shoe
5: dance. <laughs> I
2: was the best sharp shoe dancer in the business. Yeah, I used to do a soft shoe dance that was so quiet you couldn't even hear it.
5: <laughs>
2: then for an encore, I'd have him turn out the lights so you couldn't see it either.
3: <laughs> Which
2: made it a very popular turn because where would the trivia go?
3: To dance with Mrs. Spradley. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I better get started dancing myself. There must be a lot of girls around here dying for somebody to dance with them. Once they see me dance, boy, they'll be mobbing me. For now,
3: something. now, you look here,
2: McGee. Hmm? Please
3: take it easy. We can't keep up with these youngsters. We are just not as young as we used to be.
2: Oh, you speak for yourself, Tootsie. When I start spinning them kids around the dance floor... Oh, hey, there's a girl that ain't dancing. And a
3: pretty youngster, too. Oh, I'll
2: give the kid a break. Uh, pardon me, sis. I'm the chaperone. Here. Oh,
3: yes. I've been hearing about you, sir. From all sides.
2: <laughs> well, good. I... I...
3: I have a badly sprained ankle. Thank you just the same. You, too? <laughs> hmm.
2: Wonder how she knew I was going to ask her to dance. No luck, dearie. No, doggone it for a guy that wants to. Uh oh. Who's this coming with
3: Latrivia? Oh, isn't she cute? I think that must be the girl.
2: Molly,
1: I'd like you to meet the homecoming queen, my niece, Miss Marilyn Martin. Marilyn, this is Mrs. McGee and uh, Mr. McGee.
3: Hello, dear. Nice to see you. Hi, Seth. How do you do? Awfully nice of you to chaperone us tonight. Isn't it a wonderful dance? Oh, just lovely. And congratulations on being queen, Marilyn. Must be pretty exciting to be chosen. And speaking of
2: exciting, Marilyn, if you don't have the pleasure of this next dance, I'd be happy to request it of you.
3: I beg your pardon? Yes. Well, uh, he's dancing with all the girls tonight, dear, or he's available at least. <laughs> so if you don't have a partner for the next dance... Yeah,
2: I'd be happy to show you a few new steps, sis. Real ballroom stuff. Oh, I uh, I do have this
3: dance, Mr. McGee. Oh. It, uh, uh I promised this one to, uh... Oh, Marvin, there you are.
1: Huh? You talking to me, Marilyn?
3: Oh, yes. This is our dance, Marvin. Remember? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Give me your arm, dear. That's it. Excuse us, everybody. Oh, dear, oh, go right ahead,
2: Hillary. Gosh, I didn't know you cared, Marilyn. Boy, <laughs> when I asked you... To... Of
3: course I care, you silly boy. Walk me past the stag line, stupid, and hurry. <laughs>
2: Well, looks like most of the girls are took care of for this dance, kiddo. Come on, I'll dance with you. I'm
3: sorry, sweetheart. Why didn't you ask me before?
2: Yes, Molly has this dance with me, McGee.
3: You take care of the punch bowl, dearie.
2: Oh, this is ridiculous.
3: (laughs)
4: Molly, that was wonderful. Thank huh? you,
3: Mr. Mayor. I enjoyed.
2: Oh, excuse you. me, Your Honor. Mm-hmm. I was watching you dance out there.
4: What? Oh,
2: hello, Flicker. I'd
1: like to meet your lady, sir. You made a handsome couple. Oh and... well, she isn't really my lady, Flick, but, oh, uh, Molly, may I present the captain of our football team, Mr. Flicker Kravetsky? Uh, Flick, Mrs. Fiddle McGee.
3: How do you do? I'm sure. I've seen your picture in the papers, Flicker.
2: Well, thank you, ma'am. I was wondering if. Well, this dance is a Charleston, and I wondered if you... Well, I bet you do as well,
3: Charleston. Oh, I used to dance it a lot, yes. Oh, gee, would you do me the honor, ma'am? Well, I should dance this one with my husband, but I think he's chaperoning. Come on. Hey, Molly, I've
2: been looking for you,
3: Hey, Molly! Hey, Molly! <laughs> Gee,
4: yeah. Great, thanks. Yay, terrific. great
3: to Oh, there you are, dearie. I thought you were dancing with some of the girls. I was just out there doing the Charleston. I saw you. Ah, <laughs> oh, such a nice lad giving me such extravagant compliments. <laughs> Isn't this dance fun, McGee? Uh, Makes you feel young again to get around with these youngsters. Look, you know, we
2: can't keep up with these kids. <laughs> Let's face it. We're not just as young as we
3: used to be. Oh, speak for yourself, dear. Huh? You know how I love to dance. Uh, may I have this dance? Facility? Oh, no, you don't. I got her booked up. I already asked her, you guys. Oh, oh, look at the bunches on the Isn't that cute, sir? Oh,
2: I don't know how you can call 1,500 pounds of football players cute. <laughs> look, kiddo, we can't keep up with these kids. We're not as young as we used to oh, be. Listen listen
5: to come on. Right oh, listen, no.
3: Boys, boys, I can't dance with all of you at once, sir. Now, wait a minute. Yes, I can, too. Maestro, have you got a conga? Sure. Good.
2: just don't realize how old she's getting.
5: <laughs>
2: uh, uh, well, I guess I'll go wait in the car.
1: River and Molly return in just a moment. With the arrival of the first baby in your home, your way of living is bound to change. But you won't need to change the brand of milk you use if that brand is PET evaporated milk. For the PET milk which helps many a young wife fix the kind of food her husband likes best is the very same brand doctors recommend so highly for babies. And this you can be sure of. No brand of milk you can buy is better for babies than PET milk. No milk is easier for a baby to digest no milk is more uniformly rich no milk has a better balance of the important milk minerals and vitamin d the sunshine vitamin and it's that combination which helps pet milk babies have such strong straight bones and sound teeth helps them make good steady growth so give your first baby the right start in life by giving him pet brand evaporated milk when you see how he grows and thrives on this easy Safe, easy-to-digest milk, you'll do as millions of devoted mothers do. You'll see to it that all your babies are happy, sturdy, pet milk babies.
2: I told you we weren't young enough to keep up with those college kids, Molly. I told you that all the time. I
3: know you were right. I'm going to rub some more liniment on. That might help. Yeah, try it. There. Uh. Your back feel better now?
5: (laughs)
2: Yeah, thanks. My gosh, I only danced one dance at that. Who with? Mrs. (laughs) Spradley.
3: Good
1: night, all. The first evaporated milk, Pet Milk, brings you Fiddle McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? Have you ever watched someone you love go through a serious crisis knowing the final outcome means either life or death? Well, that's the situation young wife Sally Carter faces as she goes through a long night of watchful waiting in a hospital in the story of the week on Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor program. Together with this dramatic story, you'll hear the Pet Milk Recipe of the Month for Butterless Fudge. It's Mary Lee Taylor's famous recipe for extra rich and creamy fudge that makes a perfect holiday treat. For the best in entertainment and helpful information, tune in sure next Saturday morning to NBC for Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor. Next it's Big Town, then Playhouse on Broadway on NBC.